Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. What about the All Whites then? I mean, they've been in the... uh... They've been in the press a lot. They have that uh, home and away against Australia for the first time in, in 10 years. And, uh, you know, a lot of talk about this young All-Whites team and what it might be capable of. I mean, to be fair, Hamish, I don't know that I got caught up in any uh, excitement over it, but I just looked at the team where our guys are playing versus where their guys are playing, and I thought, you know, we're actually a good shot to, to win this. It didn't end up happening. Uh, maybe some of that was down to the fact we weren't playing for anything, and they, those guys and the extended squad that Graham Arnold named were playing for a spot on the plane. I don't know, but uh, were, were you on board with the All-Whites? Did you, did you check out the games? Were you excited? I saw plenty of the first one. I didn't see a lot of the second. Um, and and to, to compare it with the All-Blacks, we've got apples and oranges here, so the All-Whites will be better for this experience. Now, they, they need to be overseas. They need to be playing at decent clubs because the support they get, the programme put together for them by... Uh, New Zealand football was basically non-existent and, and now we have talk about whether Danny Hay will be retained as coach or whether he will seek to stay on because of potential dissatisfaction with what New Zealand football are putting together as they look to qualify for the next World Cup. So I'd love Hay to be involved. I think he's the right man for that job. I think he understands New Zealand football in a way or New Zealand footballers and, and the, the struggles we have and the challenges we have better than anyone else. I mean, I nice for Arnie to have sitting to come in and sit with him. That's pretty handy, but we're not going to get one of those sort of blokes in. So um, the All-Whites are a team that we should be supporting, a team that we should be seeing, and it's disappointing that it's taken this long to play Australia. It's disappointing that it's taken so long to just the team on the park in New Zealand full stop. So we are it's a major participation sport in the country. We are a football nation. Um, and I think we should demand better from New Zealand football. With World Cup are going up to 48 spots next time, we have a red-hot chance to qualify. So, you know, what are we doing? How are we making the team better? How are we improving our players? You know, we can't just rely on overseas clubs doing the work for us. We have to be proactive ourselves. Yeah, 100%. And we need to be uh, playing games. I mean, they have come out now. I think, I think Chris Wood has really forced their hand. Did you see his comments after the second game? I did. And, uh, uh, and again, apples and oranges. So if Bowden Barrett said it or Sam White, like about Ed Foster, I'd yawn and go, oh, damn it, you're this rubbish again. But I, I read Wood's comments and I took them on board and said, good on you, mate. You know, and I, I actually believed him and I think he's right. And these kids who sort of, sort of almost survived and managed to, to, to excel despite the system in New Zealand like Wood, they know the dingbats that exist here. They've been coached by halfwits and imposters. They know what a dysfunctional and often useless organisations in football are and so I genuinely took from his comments please take it from me take it from us this is a good guy and we don't want to lose him and I, I believe them thoroughly yeah so did I and I was uh, I, I I was interested to see that New Zealand football then uh, and Andrew Pragnell who is the CEO of New Zealand yeah. football who has honestly 
uh, been MIA, I think. <laughs> I, I, I had to look him up and think, where's he been? And I, I Googled Andrew Pragnall New Zealand Football News, and the last time he was in the press was in June um, saying anything, which seems a long time ago considering we had this Australian series uh, and we've got a Football Ferns World Cup and everything. He just seems to have disappeared. Um, and shouldn't we have been just doing everything, beating every drum, getting every person out there to say, look, this is the end for Winston Reid? And yes, there's a Danish component, I think it is, to his development, but this is a, an all-white of some stature, one of our few ever Premier League stars. Let's bloody beat the drum for this guy. Let's make this an absolute occasion. Let's sing from the rooftops about how wonderful this occasion is. And did you hear from New Zealand football? Not really, did you? No, not enough. Not enough for mine. I mean, there was plenty done on the day. There was plenty done around it. But the, in terms of actually how they pushed the game, I thought it was... Uh, I mean, they got 35,000 there, and which was fantastic. Like there was, I think it was the biggest crowd ever for an all-whites game in New Zealand. But you've got to say that... That was, I think, driven by fans and things because in terms of advertising and, and marketing around, I didn't see as much as I would have expected to see. Um, but Pregnal, off the back of White's, uh, of Chris Wood's comment, has now mm. said, uh, oh, actually, no, we're not going to play in November, but the next international window is in March. We're definitely playing in March. So I think that has forced their hand, and it'll be interesting to see how that conversation with Danny Hay goes now and what they end up doing with Danny Hay. We. If you're Danny Hay, you actually want the team to be playing. Like, yeah. March isn't good enough. Like, and I know it's hard with the more players we have away to get them all back. But, you know, I was glad to see the window well observed and for the players to be able to come home. And, yeah, I mean, I, I was listening to something today. I was under the under under the understanding that, that Hay had actually worked hard to, to facilitate most of the games the All Blacks have played of late anyway. Mm. They've like, played anyway because New Zealand football don't have any clout or any... You know, we're um, all happy to go to these FIFA board meetings and be hosted at matches and that, but what do they do to actually promote the sport? And I, I don't know, do you want to have a debate again about whether we should play in Asia? Is that something that's, that's worth discussing? I think at some point it is, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that, though, that that needs to come from uh, FIFA. And, you know, what I think they really need to do is they need to look at the Asian Confederation, which is bloated, and they need to split it in half and have an East Asian and West Asian mm. Confederations yeah. and then absorb Oceania into that. I think it's what they should do. Well, I don't think they will do it because it's too much. There's too much politics involved. Um, and from a New Zealand football, well, sports fans in Australia don't give their soccerers enough credit for how difficult it is to qualify out of Asia. Like the travel alone, but the calibre of the opposition, it's actually tough. But it also prepares them, and it it gives players something meaningful to be involved in, doesn't it? Whereas the all white friends, it all seems so flat, doesn't it? Every time they play, oh, they beat the Solomon Islands eight nil. Well done, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But all the age group teams and the women's teams, every time they qualify yeah. for a World Cup, there's a win, financial windfall for New Zealand football that keeps them rolling, you know? So so what's our flagship team? Is it the girls under 17s or is it the all-whites? Like, what are we doing here? What are we working towards? Do we have a plan? How we? What's our shot window? It, well, exactly. And that's the question. And But I think the, the thing is that the girls under 17s qualifying for a World Cup helps pay for the all-whites to go and play Japan or whoever. And that's the problem. Right, but it also might see their coach right off into the sunset because he's got six months doing nothing and not sure if his employees even want him. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. So <laughs> it's a sit back and see, boy. You know, we thought New Zealand rugby had trouble.